So hello guys, welcome, welcome to Live with Jacqueline Valdez. I'm super excited to be here. So today's guest, we are going to be talking about a modern approach to woman empowerment, which I'm super excited to have her here and super honored. So let's welcome Miss Red Rocks to the show. Hello. <laughs> hello so lovely, looking gorgeous, looking gorgeous. Thank you, so are you. <laughs> Thank you. So tell me, how has your day been? Day has been super busy, uh, just working all day, just handling things, social media, you know, that's a job in itself. So I've just been like really just, you know, trying to stay on top of things all day. <laughs> yes, yes. Social media is definitely a job in itself for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you have such beautiful social media. You're so busy. You're all over the place. So tell me all of the different roles that you do and tell everyone um, just, you know, all the fabulous stuff that you're doing. Well, thank you. Um, I've been in radio for 10 years, so that is like my primary thing. Um, I've been in radio like as an actual personality for almost 10 years, and I just stepped into a brand manager role with Hip Hop Weekly Radio, which is the historic Hip Hop Weekly magazine. They relaunched their radio um, this year, January 1, so the brand manager for that. Um, congrats, congrats. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, my primary job though is a mother, so I'm a, I'm a mother of three children. And, um, let's see what else. Oh, I write, I also write for the magazine as well. And I, of course, have written my own book recently. So. Oh, my goodness gracious, girl, you are just amazing! So many different talents you have going on, and you're so centered and you're so well organized, and you know, you come across just so professional and just so loving and just such a beautiful spirit. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. So congrats. You just wrote a book. Yes. Oh goodness, gracious. So tell me about your book. Okay. So can I curse or no? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so my book is called um, 10 Bad Bitch Commandments. Um, this is my author copy. That's why I have to think on it. But um, it's basically a woman. In, well, it is a woman empowerment book. It's kind of a different approach, woman empowerment. I wanted to take something that was kind of known as, you know, a slang type of term in our industry. So something that you know, can be related, you know, relatable to or something that you know what it means when somebody says, oh, she's a bad bitch, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I love so it. but I came about this um, book because I, it actually was a personal journey for me mm -hmm. because um, I've been through a lot, you know, I've been through a lot of things in my life, a lot of difficult, really difficult situations. Mm -hmm. And um, I felt like I was knocked down a lot, you know, and I always had to pick myself up behind the scenes and I always had to maintain this image and this facade for the public because I was in the public eye, but I was really dealing with a lot of very difficult things behind the scenes. So when people will be like, oh, you're such a bad bitch, you just this, you, you're so wonderful. And I'd be thinking to myself like, girl, if you only knew <laughs> right. wow. what's going on in my life. So. Um, so these all started as personal goals for me. Um, and I wanted to offer other women the opportunity to also take this journey with me, which is how this book uh, came about. Wow, that's so exciting. And I'm finding the more I talk to so many amazing people like yourself is people with so many struggles and hardships, just so much beauty comes out of it. And it's a way to inspire so many people around the world. It's really, you know, it's it's a beautiful story. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I felt very helpless a lot of times. You know, I felt helpless, hopeless. I felt alone, you know, and um, I just wanted to be able to allow other women to see that, you know, even somebody like me who seems very successful, very grounded, has everything in order on the outside, that I still go through stuff too. But not only did I go through it, I got through it. And that's the most important thing. So that's really the, the message that I want to convey and say, okay, you're going to go through these series of things in life. It's going to knock you down. The book is actually to help you kind of sort through life um, and put things in perspective. Um, so not only can they relate to my own story and understand that they're not alone or that, you know, we all go through these things, but also they can get through it and that we're going to come out better because of it. Oh, I love it so much. I cannot wait to check out your book. I'm so excited to read it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I, I definitely. I wish I would have been able to, to get a copy to you prior to this interview so you could really, you know, speak on it as well. But it's coming. <laughs> Gracious. So how long did it take you to write it? Um, I started writing it last year during the quarantine. So I basically had a lot of downtime because obviously the pandemic and um, I started to work on these things, you know, personally myself and I decided to put it into a book form. So I started like last summer um, with the concept and just kind of tweaking it and, and making it how I want it to be. Wow. Wow. That's so exciting. Congratulations. And especially Thank getting you. a book out with having kids and not just one kid, mm -hmm. but three kids. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> How did you manage to um, take that time to write and to focus on it? Um, well, I have an amazing support system. Um, you know, my kids, they have an amazing father and he definitely has stepped up to the plate to help. Um, and, you know, just throughout this time, as we all transitioned into a new way of life, you know, due to the pandemic. Um, so that's first and foremost. And then secondly, I just had a lot more time on my hands because I, were, I wasn't hosting parties or concerts and, you know, cause I do host a lot of big events and things like that. And being that everything was closed, I wasn't doing all of the other things as well, so. Right, wow. Yeah, I feel like there's so many beautiful things that came out of COVID and quarantine that has made a difference. And, you know, you're using your platform to help inspire other women and to empower other women to find their power and to realize that they're not alone, they can get through it. And there is, you know, the sun at the end of the rain. Yes, absolutely. It doesn't rain always. The sun will always come out again. And when we're in these dark places, it's very difficult to see that. It's very difficult. You, you feel like this is the end of the world, um, but it's not. And you can come out even better from the situation. Um, as long as you do the work, you just have to do the work. It's okay to be in a bad space. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to, to go through things, but you just don't want to stay there. And that's really what, what I, you know, one of the other points that I get across in the book is, you know, and that's why I wanted to open up and talk about some of the things I went through personally as well. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. And I think that's important because it's conversations that need to be had and need to be brought to the forefront. So that way people know that other people have been through stuff. And like you said, you know, being successful and seeming like everything's perfectly fine you never know what's going on behind closed doors. You never know the struggles that people are going through. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you really never know. And, um, you know, and, and I think that people are so quick to judge other people yeah. when it's an old saying, they don't sweep around their doorstep. So it's like, you know, you have to take care of you, um, not just physically, but internally. Um, and, and, and before you can even judge anybody else. Yeah, that's so true. What tip would you give someone to, um, find their way out of that darkness to get out of that dark space? Um, my biggest tip would be, um, just for one, just keep reminding yourself, no matter how bad it looks or how bad it feels, it's not going to always feel that way. The only constant in life is change. And the only way, you know, the only way to go when you're that low is up. So you feel that way right then in that moment, but it will get better. And you just have to keep reminding yourself it's going to get better. And think about the things that you've been through that you thought you never, you never were going to get over or get through. And then now you're probably laughing at it or it's, you don't even think about it anymore. You know what I mean? So just know that that situation is going to be the same way. Don't let it defeat you. Um, the second thing is, is to get help. You know, don't be afraid to ask for help, whether it's from, you know, somebody that, you know, personally or professionally, yeah. don't bottle, bottle it up. Don't um, be embarrassed about your situation. Seek help, get it out, talk about it. Um, and I don't care if you have to talk about it a thousand times <laughs> just to get to the point where you're okay. Um, and then also that professional help as well. You know, I do make a, a a very big point in my book that it's okay because especially in the African-American community, um, professional help is really taboo. People want to say, oh, you're crazy because you're going to a counselor or you're crazy because you want to see a psychiatrist. But in other cultures, that, that same connotation isn't there. So it's like, I want you to know that it's okay. You go sit down and go speak with someone. That's what they're there for. Um, so those would be like the two like biggest things that I would say if you're in that dark space. It's going to get better and um, don't be afraid to, to seek help, whether it's just talking to a friend or a professional. I love that you said that because I've had um, other conversations with people and I did not realize how taboo it is in the black community until speaking with more people and how you always have to be the strong black woman and the mm -hmm. strong black man. And it's, you know, something that needs to be discussed. It's okay to go get help. It's okay to say that you are having problems. You're struggling mentally, uh, emotionally, and it's okay. Right. And I wish more people would talk about it more openly. And honestly, I wish um, the times that I had to seek professional help that I was more open and honest about it. I remember there was a time where I actually used to put on like a hat and sunglasses. I was so afraid of somebody seeing me in the office where I was going to get counseling for my anxiety and depression at the time. I was so afraid and I was, you know, that I would be embarrassed and somebody would see me and, and, and think that I'm crazy. And I'm like, now looking back on it, I'm like, Shoot, I wish I could have been more open about it, maybe even talked about some of my sessions openly on my social media accounts yeah. just to let people know that it's okay. Like, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love that you are now and that you are using your platform and wrote a book and now really, you know, being so open about it. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I feel like it's one of my duties, you know. Um, I feel like 
I've, I feel like I've gone through a lot of things because of how strong I am, you know, how strong I was made. And sometimes, you know, when I would go through those things, I'd be like, dang, why me? Like, why am I going through this? I, I can't handle this. And then next thing you know, I'm handling it and I'm getting through it. But there might be someone else who's watching me or following me that is not as strong. And it's not saying it in a bad way. They're just not built as strong to you know to handle the some of the things that I went through so I feel like I was put through it because I am strong enough and I'm and I can use my story as an example to help women who aren't strong enough yes I love that. That's such a beautiful quality. And it's so true. You know, there's so many hardships that so many people go through and it turns them into such a beautiful person. And I feel like it helps drive your purpose. And what you said earlier about, you know, thinking back about the things that you've been through and you survived them. And mm -hmm. one day you look at it like, oh my goodness gracious. Like I actually went through that and, you know, I made it through that. And I thought that would, I would never get through that. And I made it through right. you know, this too shall pass. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's important to remember as well that, um, you know, and it's not saying that you're going to completely get over whatever it is that you're going to wake up one day and it, and it's just going to be non-existent, you know, no, when we go through things, we, we have constant, you know, there's fallout from some of these things that we go through. So there's, you know, post-traumatic stress um, disorder, yeah. there's anxiety, there's, um, you know, there's all types of things that can develop. So it's not saying that you'll never have to, um, to cope with those emotions again, but they just don't affect you the same way. They don't have you you know in that in that dark place and I even go on to talk about you know as far as like mental health in the in my mental health chapter and managing your triggers um I don't agree with the quote that if you're triggered by something you're not healed I don't have time doesn't heal everything and just because I'm triggered by something doesn't mean that I'm not in a place of healing I'm human Right. I'm human, you know, and I'm not going to force myself to be in a situation or around something or deal with something because I'm supposed to be healed and it's making me feel like shit. Absolutely right. not. So, um, so that's another thing I talk about. It's like managing your triggers. Okay. So now you pulled yourself out of that dark place. It's important that you do the work to make sure you don't go back there. And that's one of the things you have to do. Wow. I love that you said that. Yeah. It's so, it's kind of crazy that you said that because today there was something that triggered me while I was driving and something that I saw on social media from a trauma that I had last year. And I feel like I've been healed from it and I feel like I've moved on from it. But then I had that moment where mm -hmm. I was like, okay, wait, take a step back. I'm human. I'm not like, it's not going to affect me. I'm not going to get angry about it. I'm not going to get emotional about it. It's not going to keep continuing to affect my life because I don't want to go back in the past. I'm wanting to move forward and trust that everything is meant to be the way it's meant to be. Absolutely. And, and like you said, you're human. It, you know, you're in a place of healing. You moved on from it, but you, you're not, you're not going to be 
numb to things that trigger you around that situation or you know what I mean so at the end of the day you have to learn how to manage those triggers you have to learn how to minimize those triggers and the ones you can't minimize okay so what are you going to do um within yourself or tell yourself so that it doesn't spiral you back to that place you know what I'm saying so it's just more of a of of a management tool to just be able to use and kind of think about those things in a different light in a different aspect because that that might have made you feel like okay well I'm really not over it then or that might have made you feel like dang what's wrong with me that I can't you know, I can't just see this and not be upset about it. Something is wrong with me. Nothing is wrong with you, you know? And and I'm tired of just that that whole narrative that you just have to, you know, it's just. Yeah. It puts you in a box. It does. You can be does. in that box, yeah. And you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to pretend like something doesn't bother you because you're supposed to be this healed and superior person, um, then you're lying to yourself. Yeah. It deep down inside, it really does. And it affects you. It definitely eats at your spirit. And um, it's sad that society, you know, says that you can't feel, you can't have emotions, you can't be open about it. You know, it's not okay to have been through traumas, but yet everyone's been through struggles and hardships. Absolutely. And, and it's not saying that one person struggles and hardships is, is more so than the other either, because some, we can go through the same thing, but it affects me differently. Yeah. You know, it may not be as important to you as it is to me. So it, it, it impacts me differently. Um, so it's just basically it's not even saying, OK, you have to have gone through this, this and this in order to be able to benefit from this book. It's just it's saying if you are dealing with something, anything, no matter what it is, these are the, the things that we're going to look at. So like when we're talking about like mental health, you know, I of course give my, my own accounts as far as putting myself in situations and relationships that really meant me no good. Um, and that affected me extremely, um, negatively, you know, mentally wise. And also, um, I talk about, you know, my bouts with domestic violence and, um, you know, almost losing my life and, and different things and, um, that I, that I had to go through, but, that may not be your situation, but whatever it is, you can still, you know, right. use this to get to help you get through whatever it is. Wow. And I can relate with you as far as the domestic violence and stuff. I'm really sorry about that. Um, is feeling the shame when I was, you know, married at one time. I was in a very abusive relationship mentally and physically. And I was scared to tell people about it. I was ashamed to speak up on it. And now I'm being more vocal and, you know, trying to use my struggles and my hardships to change others' lives as well. Absolutely. And that's important. Um, And that's one of the main things um, I think that is important to get out, you know, because there's so many women that are struggling with it uh, privately. And, um, you know, I just, I just wish there was more, yeah. you know, more out there. Cause I remember me personally, I was just like, I feel like I'm lost. Like, I feel like I don't have the resources and the help that I really need to get myself out of this situation. Mm-hmm. And I was young, you know, so it, it was, wow. it was a lot. Um, so I do too use my voice for that as well, because I, I hopefully one day I can do something on a bigger scale where, you know, 
it, it really makes an impact, but I just try to use my voice as much as I can. I love it. And I bet your kids are so proud of you for what you're doing. And the people in your radio environment are <laughs> really proud of you too for opening up and sharing your journey. And then your book just sounds amazing and has so many gems dropped in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, my kids, I love them. You know, they, we, we're not perfect, you know what I mean? And I, I'm not gonna say that I sit here and paint a picture like I'm, you know, the world's greatest mom. Yeah. I literally had my first son when I was I was pregnant at 18. And, um, you know, so I had him young. We grew up together, essentially. You know, there was a lot of things that I wish that he didn't see or encounter and things like that. There's a lot of um, generational you know, cycles that I'm trying to break right right now, like till this day, you know what I mean? Um, and I had to really sit back and say, okay, yeah, I had a great childhood, but there were some things like communication yeah. issues and stuff like that, that wasn't really there. And it trickled down into me as a parent, as me as a parent. And I didn't really realize it, you know? Um, so I, I started to talk about that, you know, in motherhood, you know, I, I'm very raw and very open about, about that. Like I, me at this age, you know, with having an 18 year old, I am still trying to fight, figure out how to be the best mother that I can be. Hmm. I love that. And I love that you're so open and helping so many people. It's just so beautiful to see. It's so needed. And these conversations really need to be had. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of it is um, really taboo in our in our culture. And I want to, you know, I really want <clears throat> want to strip that away. I want us to be able to talk openly about these issues that impact us because it goes on for generations and generations. And then, you know, it's just a vicious cycle that I hope that we can help break together. Yes. <laughs> break it. <laughs> Definitely. So how has, um, with the radio and going back into that, um, you really have hustled and now you're running the department. That's really exciting. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, I started as a writer for the magazine and, wow. um, and then I was tapped to do the brand uh, to be brand manager when they were talking about relaunching the radio side. So, um, it's been a learning process It's a learning curve. Um, but I'm, very thankful to have the experience and um, can't wait to be able to expand on that. Um, I love radio. You know, I am looking to branch into television. However, radio is going to always like always have a place in my heart. I'm, I'm going to always do radio to some extent. Wow. That's so exciting. Did you find it was difficult breaking into radio being a female? Um, well, it's really difficult for anybody to be honest um, because the, the job pool is so limited in grand, you know, retrospect to how big uh, it seems. It's not a whole lot of openings. So um, I actually was very fortunate because I was able to kind of get my foot in the back door through internship, you know, through my internship. Nice. Um, and uh, I finished school kind of late um, in comparison to others because I kind of dropped out of school. I was in school for nursing. I, I did not have a passion for it. So I just kind of dropped out to figure out what I wanted to do. And I landed into the communications and broadcast program and it was amazing. Like um, it was everything that I just 
wanted to do. Um, so through that, I was fortunate to uh, be able to get into um, an internship with our local radio station. Um, 93.7 WBLK is like the largest hip hop station in upstate New York. And it was the station that I grew up listening to and um, just loved as well. So I was so excited to get that internship opportunity and I started in promotions. I moved to on air and I've been ever since. Wow. I love that. It just shows that you don't have to be a certain age to do something. You don't have to have, you know, a certain by the time you're 20 years old, graduated from college, mm -hmm. you have to have know exactly what your purpose is. Is there's time to discover your purpose, and the universe has a way of, you know, making things happen and doors opening for you if you really put the work in and hustle. Yes, it's never too late for anything, like nothing. Um, and if you really, you know, like you said, put the work into it, and if you really have a passion for it, it's gonna show. And, um, you know, if, if you just really stay focused, you can make anything happen. Anything. I love it so much. What future things do you have coming up for you? Um, so more interviews, uh, you know, we're going to amp up the, the ads and things like that for the book. Um, I do have a showcase, so I do, I'm getting back into hosting events now that the world is opening back up. So Hip Hop Weekly Magazine has a showcase next week that I will be in Virginia for. Um, outside of that, it's just really focusing on growing Hip Hop Weekly Radio and hopefully stepping my way into doing television. I love it. <laughs> yes. And you guys heard it here. <laughs> manifest, manifest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it so much. Was there anyone that you wanted to do a special shout out to? Uh, yes. Definitely want to shout out my kids. No. Um, love them to death. Uh, they, they really are the ones who keep me going mm -hmm. um, and keep me wanting to achieve higher. Um, I want to shout out uh, my significant other. He knows knows who he is. Um, he's <laughs> actually been very instrumental in my recent success because he's just been an amazing support system and has just had my back like a thousand percent. So shout out to him. Um, shout out to my mother because she's an amazing grandmother. She um, definitely is a, a big part of our life and um she's just amazing so shout out to her as well and um shout out to stretch at hip hop weekly magazine um for just believing in me and continuing to um help me grow in all areas uh, as far as magazine and now radio um shout out to my pd also blk yasmin young she's super dope she has also been a major part in um, help me, helping me to maintain um, being on the air, especially throughout this pandemic. Um, so super um, big shout out to her as well. And you know, my best friends and my family, the rest of the know who I love it so much, so much love. And it's so exciting that you have such a great support system and people that are helping you flourish and wanting to see you grow and be there while you're growing. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm very fortunate, you know, very fortunate. Um, but that's why, that's why I do say, you know, even 
even with all the support that I do have, you know, when you're going through things, you still feel like you're alone. You know what I mean? So I just want people to know that that's not um, abnormal. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, you're going to get through it. Yeah. What is it that you want to be remembered for? Um, I want to be remembered for my energy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the best compliment you can get is on your energy. Oh. And it always makes me feel good when I get that compliment because it's genuine, you know, and I know that energy is contagious. So if I can bring good energy, it's going to rub off on other people and um, and just make the world better. And I just I want to be remembered for that. And I want to be remembered for my heart. Oh, I love it. And you are you're such a huge inspiration and you have such beautiful energy. You're so authentic and you are just so about supporting other women and empowering them and just being a woman boss, which is really inspiring too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There's so much love for you. It has been so much fun and such a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure as well. I know I talk to your ear off, but that's what I do for a living. So that <laughs> <laughs> no, was so much fun. We could talk forever. <laughs> we'll yes, yes. in touch. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for illuminating the world with your presence. No problem. And don't forget to get the book, red, uh, redrocks.com forward slash book. Okay, R-E-D-D-R-O-X forward slash book. Yes, and once this interview goes up, it will be posted so people can find you. And I will keep continuing to follow your journey. Thank you so much. It was so fun. <laughs> it was. Thank you, love. Take okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching Live with Jacqueline Valdez, illuminating the world one voice at a time. Lots of love and light. Thank you.